It's your girl Candy K. Lynn, and I'm back with another episode of Pull Up. You know I got the one and only Shout to me, Shout. Baby, and we are in Dallas, Texas. Triple D. Triple D. Don't Home of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And although we are not Dallas Cowboys fans, neither of us. Neither. I try to like the Cowboys for eight season. I rock with Diggs, Dad. You know, I'm just not a big fan of y'all. I ain't gonna knock y'all. Do you think? And today was a hard day for Cowboys fans because Dez Bryant missed the throw of the X. The third number 88. In Cowboy history, was you think he's going to? He's so for you who don't know. I got the update that they were going to. Mm-hmm. I text Drake because he always talking about me and not liking the Cowboys. And then I text Bay yeah. and I said, "What's your Cowboys doing?" He said, "You know, it was one of them delay, delay, delay." Mm-hmm. Let me get my information. I really don't want to talk to you type thing. So I ain't gonna say you really want to talk to you, but you know, it was a delayed response. I don't know. So I knew that we're gonna let this go. The conversation has been going on. But I don't think Cowboys fans really thought they were gonna do it. I saw a couple Cowboys fans that came in and came for money. That's what they came in and came Okay. So it's about money. Yeah. Is it about money? Is it about, I mean, because according to analysts, you know, we're just the semi-professionals. We're trying to be, I think I'm a professional. Um, they want to say it's about off-field, on-field production and attitude. It's about the money. Dez was slated to make, what, 16.5? So 12.5 this year, and then... It was an 8 million cap. Cap. It was an 8 million cap. The cap was about the money. You can't be mad at him for that. But then I, see, you know, Dez Bryant didn't cut Grizzly back from the bronze down to the floor. In Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, 2010, we had a decision. Mm-hmm. But it's from that point on, I was like, every man should, Dez Bryant now has the opportunity to make whatever decision he wants to make. But the Cowboys, do what organizations do when they no longer feel you are useful to them. And this is what they want to What other receiver do you have that's going to carry the load? And you say you don't miss Dez. They're afraid of nobody. They can double down on call like they did last year. They, everybody knows that's what they're going to get here. They give him 6, see, 7, 8, 9, 10 years. Hey, he's going to give you 10. That's all I mean. I mean, Jason Whitney is in, what, year 14? He's a leading receiver. He's an all-time leading receiver for Cowboys. Uh, 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 for a it wasn't enough. Well, as you said, so as you said, LeBron made a decision. He left Cleveland the first time he went to Miami. He went down to championships. He built a brotherhood with D Wade, Chris Bosh. He was able to establish himself, live you know, live how he wanted to live and make money to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. Des Bryant also had a business decision to make, mm-hmm. but people don't understand. And yes, the Cowboys were going to be tapped out, but you wanted to keep Des when you gave him the seventy million dollars deal. So you knew eventually you were going to need the cap space, right? I just don't know what the Cowboys are taking. You know, I'm not within the organization. I'm not up there. I don't, I don't have the first pass. I don't get to see it. I don't know 
what their game plan is, they get ready for them. The girl, you know, that's good. Like two weeks ago. Isn't that so convenient? You know, the, the, the draft for you don't know is here in Dallas. They've got the, the hype, the hoopla for the next two weeks. Jerry Jones knows how to make money. Yeah, Jerry I, that, That's why I respect Jerry Jones as a man. He knows how to make money. It helps us. When? I respect him. So for the next two weeks, ESPN and every other sports media outlet is going to be going down about who the Cowboys are going to be. And they're going to be here because they're still down. So there's a still in Dallas. They were at the star. Women, you know, they have him driving up to the facility. They have him driving away from the facility. He's already done the interview today. The fanfare that is going to surround the draft in the next two weeks in Dallas. We don't get that type of media attention. Unless the Cowboys on the clock. And no better way than to come to Dallas and be on the clock. So... For the Cowboys organization, do I understand it? I do, but you, you knew what you were looking at when you, when you introduced that deal to me. You, you wanted it to be. Why you put Dez in there? Why you ready? I mean, why wait, why wait till like two weeks before the game? Convenient. It's all about it. You, 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 you knew you were going to get him in the house. You know what I'm Nothing. You had a game. You know, that's just like me. We make up our mind in the morning. You know what you're going to do. I never even asked him that. From, I read something earlier from Bleacher Report. And I take from Bleacher Report now. There are some things I've been seeing, like some said about the technique of the players and said that the things of Bleacher Report was improved. Dez was never asked to instruct his contract. That's usually what you get a player to do when you want to keep them, you want to work things out, you sit down and you instruct the contract. Mm-hmm. It was stated that the Cowboys never tried to reach out to Dez to instruct the contract. So he pretty much shows me that the Cowboys had no intention to keep the Dez. He didn't know that. Why just never try? And not only that, I also think it has to do a lot with um, the issue being. Not maybe Jerry Jones and Dez, but the coach and Dez. Because in his interview, there were just a couple of, you know, slugs. Yeah, it was a couple of slugs, you know what I'm saying, in the direction of, you know, the clapping coach, a.k.a. was, you know, just my Skip Bayless reference, the clapping coach. So, I think there could have been some problems. They they talk about his on-field production, Dez was hurt. You know, Dez hasn't been productive in the, what, last three seasons? But in the last three seasons, the Cowboys have had one good season in 2016, and they went 13 and 3. Since Dez became a Cowboy in 2010, they went 6-10 as rookie season. They went 8-8 eight and eight for the next three seasons. They went 12 12-4, 4-12, 13-3, 9-7. 9-7. It wasn't just Dez's production. And just like 2016, when Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott came in, got hot, Tony Romo was no longer a factor. The Cowboys do have loyalty issues. It is all about money here in Dallas for Jerry Jones. He knows how he knows how to make money for an organization. So I would say to the players, it's like on any job, never get too comfortable because it's always about business. Don't make it personal. And I, I think, you know, when Dez went on Twitter, he said... He started with, you know, saying bye to the fans. And then he said, let's start the process. Hashtag unbothered. Hashtag go to X. And then, of course, you know, the trolls started coming for him. And then it became personal for him. But at the end of the day, we all work for companies. 
eight years, they'll fire us all, bury us tomorrow, and hire somebody else the next day. And I just want young people to understand that's how the business goes. Yes, 
is like a, they, you know, you start looking at them. They close, they look like they best friends. They right. They look like, they still my father, you know, like, what you want to do? Now, I wouldn't go play with my friends and I'm prepared. I'd be like, B word, F U, come on, get you. This is me. But you know, like, but the money. I mean, and like at the end of the day, ultimately you play these games. It is just we are diehard sports fans, and like I said, I know from as small as I can remember, I wanted the championship. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. the trophy, yeah. and and that's what we did. I ain't, I ain't never pop champagne. They had to put the goggles on. That, that was that's what you want to do, and that's from like you said from little league. Yeah. You want the trophy. You want the big trophy. Cause then yeah, it's the ring. Like, you know, they don't always get the pictures. Let me let me just remind them for these people, these people born in the seventies who decided all their kids were winners because they lost all their life. In life, everybody's not a winner. Everybody's not gonna win, baby. Some people go to work. Some people sit at home all day. What the Raiders? What, what the Raiders? What the Raiders famous? What are the Raiders famous for? What is their line? Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Des Bryant is is aggressive. He's That's what, but that's their job. 
they did their job. His job is to try and see if he can create. And sometimes you, you're just not able to do it. And I, and I feel like, like you said, for Dak to come in his rookie season and to basically be forced back there to utilize his natural talent when, as you said, he was, what, a fourth-round draft pick? They never had any intentions of, of playing at that time, and he was being able to produce because, as you said, he had an offensive line that was powerful, and he could hand the ball off in the backfield to Zeke, who was going to go get you some. Created space on the field. Well, now, if people realize the Cowboys' all-time leading receiver is their tight end. They're tight end for Jason Witten is the all-time leading receiver with 1,502 yards. Des Bryant caught more touchdowns in his eighth season. That's he, he's more explosive. On the list for the all-time great wide receivers in Cowboy history, as far as yardage and touchdowns go, he ranks third on the list behind Jason Witten, Michael Irvin, and he's in front of the original A.A. Drew Pearson. So, when people say Dez wasn't really productive, he put up eight seasons, as you said, he has numbers. He had 73 touchdowns, 531 reception yards. He's going, he has ring of, ring of honor numbers. And let's not forget, Let's talk about the Hall of Famers. He's also on that list with the best for fourth quarter catches and clutch. He has 16. Who's in front of him? Randy Moss, Chris Carter, T.O., and Jerry Rice. So when you say productive on a team that's been to the playoffs twice in, twice in what, the last 10 seasons? I mean, Cowboys have been terrible. The Cowboys will continue to be terrible. That's just, I mean, that's just my take on the situation. I don't see, I don't see Dez being on the team or being off the team making that big of a difference. Well, you know, as you said, well, the dress on his way up, so the Cowboys are going to try to figure that out somehow, somewhere. I guess Dez Barnett being gone is part of that game for me. It frees up some cap space. But since, you know, we've gotten two top picks, you got Dez Bryant. You got an Ezekiel Elliott out of the draft. Mm-hmm. That was, Ezekiel Elliott was a rookie in what, 2016? Sure. So, in six years, you've had two players that are possibly looking at the Hall of Fame. That's all you drafted. It's not really about Dez Bryant, it's about the Well, well you know, the offensive line. The line well, you, you did get some offensive line. Though, line you're right. You're, you're right. Know. And the offensive line has been productive you know, when they're healthy. Yeah, but we're just, you know, as we get ready to end on this topic. Cowboy fans, you know, a whole lot of voting in y'all. We know y'all just about the season now with y'all going to the With the Super Bowl dreams. We're the Super Bowl. And we're going to sit back and we're going to watch. And we're going to see how y'all do. And who's going to be the new number one target with Dez? Who's going to be the number one target? I mean, but you guys know we will keep you updated. We will possibly be doing some draft activities. For you who don't know, fans are... Go sign up. Like, I'm all about sharing my information with people. Take your kids. This is a once. We have some people. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Say that again. Tell them again. We want you to have a good time and understand the draft is here in Dallas, Texas for the first time. We may not get it back. I mean, Jerry Jones is about money. We'll get it back. He a hustler. He brings everything to the city. But bring your kids out. There's going to be free activities. There's going to be things that you, some of you women, 
can learn about football. They don't know if you just happen to tune into the stuff. Um, the museum, they're going to have many museums. It's going to be so many things. So go on Fan Zone, register, it's free. They send you an email back with a barcode. That gives you an opportunity to get into the activities to take your kids. So if you have any questions, you can always hit me on the email, candykreen at gmail.com. I'll answer your questions, give you the links, and I'll also try and post it at the end of this podcast. We're going to take a quick break. It's the girl, Candy K. Lynn, on the Showtime Show. So you you may have to go five just to last year. Yeah, we ain't gonna slip again because Pop is gonna go to Pop is one of the best to ever do. Respect level for Pop is totally different. So not worried about Golden State in the first round. I got Golden State over San Antonio. Golden State over San Antonio. And six at Max. Max. Next five. So Washington, Toronto. 4.30 tomorrow. Um, even though we didn't switch sides, Washington, Toronto. I'm a John Wall fan, and I got my boy coming through. I got my boy beating me. I got my boy going into Toronto and, and showing the world that he had a premier point guard. He didn't hurt. He didn't carry the score. He ain't got no choice. That's, that's my opinion on that. So you don't think that Toronto... I just don't think... You got to go store for store. You got to go matchup for matchup. It's kind of like... What is... Okay, from Toronto to win, Kyle Lowry has to be better than John Wall. And he has to be productive the entire season. But he has to be better. So this is it. Is is Kyle Lowry going to be better than John Wall? I don't think he's going to be better, but the thing that I've questioned the last two seasons about him is when it's go time and the pressure's on, I don't see him rise to the occasion. Man, the one thing I will say, the Raptors have a better overall team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, team ball coming off the bench. I feel like the, the Raptors have it there. But star power, the bench, the bench not gonna win. The bench not gonna win the series. Definitely, the history has been So John Wall and, and Bill gotta be on. John Wall better be on out of court. Because out of court has has come to his own. Yeah. John Wall. The one thing I say with John Wall, and, and it, it seems like I'm knocking him because I'm a fan. He gonna have 18 points and 14 assists. But you shoot eight for twenty because your jumper don't be falling like that, and you be selling for jump shots. That's how when they play. Um, but that comes after those injuries. I think. I think that that becomes the. You understand what I'm saying? Like I mean, you, those, it, you have to change your game when you're early in your. You're still midway in your career. You know, still pretty yeah. early in his career. Yeah. You've had okay. some injuries. Everybody's seen. Yeah. Everybody's seen D Rose. Yeah. Penny Hardaway. Yeah, Great yeah, heel. Yeah. Those injuries can ruin your career. So you it have can. to change your game. And going to the rim, going hard all the time at 27, 
It's not the same as boys are really going hard all the time at 22. LeBron, you're 15, he's he, yeah. But LeBron's and you spend it body is like 1.5 million. He did a lot of stuff to keep him here. He's Don't like let the, me get no money. The I'm body of a guy. Me too. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be like, the, sign me up. Yeah, give me all that. <laughs> where's, the, where's the chef? Let me go sit. All that I go sit in the, in the pad. Let me the, ice my leg. Let me that. ice yeah. and heat and let me stay on rotation. Work, what you realize is, because we fit fabulous family on the way also. That, that's going to be what we're doing for, for trying to get ourselves cooked. So what, what you realize is when you work that hard, man, you got you to gotta take care of your body. You got to nourish it. You got to take care of your body. And we cheat, most of us, kind of what we OT. OT, a.k.a. off topic. You know, off task. OT. So when you're OT, we off topic, off task. But for most of us in our day-to-day life, like we look at LeBron and Shannon Sharp actually was the one for me that I looked at Shannon at 50. Damn! Like, just his overall body build and his composure and the things that they put into their bodies. We don't look at those things. And so, even when you're working out, I see people working out all the time, they really don't restore their body. You may eat healthy, but are you icing your knees after you run? Are you icing your ankles? Are you elevated? So, it's a lot of things that we're learning. And as you said, athletes need to use LeBron as a reflection. And, I'm, and I watch, I listen to a lot of Shannon. So, and I'm sure Shannon is learning that on the backside after the, the shots to get back on the field because your knee didn't heal or your ankle didn't heal. LeBron has learned, has positioned himself around the people that could really help him take care of his body, his mental. He leaves the internet. It's, it's no LeBron. Yeah, you just said we're going black. We're going, going black. black so it's, you know, there's no, there's no craziness. You don't know what's going on on social media. You don't get the negativity. You, you have to stay away from the news. So what goes in your body all makes up of what you'll be able to do. Like you said, LeBron is going hard because he's conditioned his body to that. He loses the weight as he's getting older. He add, drops pounds and add more muscle. And he's, he's playing more minutes than everybody. That's what people are doing. He loves the season going. But let us get back to chocolate. I apologize for getting this out. You did. You got me into it. What's that third game of the day? So the third game of the day is the 7 o'clock game. Miami is back in the playoffs in Philadelphia. Philly. D-Wade. Philly. You got Philly? Philly. I'm gonna be interested though. I'm, I'm. It just tells me that Wade County is not done. Mr. Three Hundred Five himself. Yeah. He was in Cleveland, and we didn't get that. But what's? I mean, what's the difference? He's coming off the bench. He's still coming off the bench. He, he's just leading a young team. Man. He's doing what he's supposed to do. In Cleveland, he had to do more. In Cleveland, in Cleveland, they were looking at him and be like a second star. That's not the role he can play in. You know, D-Wade getting old. Right. But here in, in, in Miami, he come in. Give us what you got. And lead it. Like, so, right. we, so these young men had to play basketball. And they're okay with it. Yeah. You had stars in Cleveland that were already stars with championship rings. No, I just think in, in Cleveland, LeBron needed firepower. Right. And D-Wade can bring that firepower right. consistently like you need. Here, here in Miami. And I, they don't believe they're going to win a championship. And they don't have to, but they're, they're just trying to compete. Yeah, they're just trying to compete. And salute to D-Wade, in my opinion, because yeah. that says a lot about your character. Exactly. Says a lot about your character and the type of person that you are, that you know your role at this point in the league. You're teaching these young boys how to be great. You come in and you do what you need to do. Yeah, fourth quarter. You and you keep it in the fourth. In the fourth quarter, you rest it. Yeah. You're not playing hard. Your yeah. knees are still reserved. You're still making money on shoes in China. Yeah. Salute to Mr. Wade, D-Wade, and Mr. 305. So, yeah. I got Philly in that series as well. Final game of the night, yeah. as we said. Oh. 
We said if Tyler gave us the night, where you gonna be at 9 30? <laughs> Portland and New Orleans. Maybe HIV and uh, Portland and New Orleans. We hate those, you know, we, when it gets this time of the year, we get those late games, so we're gonna be up. Yeah. Golden State, when they go to Golden State, Portland, Utah, we're gonna get those games. So New Orleans, Portland in that series. Yeah. First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. every home team that we and I need to go far like crap. I need to get out of here. Anyway, every every home team that win their game, that's my opinion. It's rare for the home team lose their game. True. It's rare. True. But that Pelicans, Portland series, um, AD, my favorite basketball player. But Damian Lillard is un- he, he is a dog. He cold blooded. He gonna bring it, and that's a tough backcourt. Um, I don't know. We gonna have. To, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to go with my my feelings and say AB gonna win that series. But the Pelicans gonna. Win. I think it would be different if Boogie was healthy. Oh, yeah, so. Different. So I'm gonna have to go with Portland on that. So Sunday makes me feel like growing up because we got basketball on Sunday. Yeah. TV structures change. We don't get it as we don't get it as much as we used to. I'm gonna be out work by the But time. well, you will. I mean, you catch the third game of the day. What's the first game, the comes, first game comes on at noon. Jesus. Um, Sunday. But on TNT. And that's what I say. We don't even get the action on primetime. The NBA games, the playoffs on freaking TNT. I mean, it's great to get a chance to watch Kenny and Chuck and Shaq and Ernie. But reality is, basketball, the dynamics of sports culture has changed because it's not on regular TV. It's all about the money. So the first game, Milwaukee and Boston. And I don't know if I told you guys, all the games on Saturday are on, um, the first game's on ABC, and then the last three are on ESPN. And then Sunday, the first game, Milwaukee in Boston. Um, TNT. TNT. Um, I don't like Milwaukee or Boston. But <laughs> I'm going to go with Greek. I'm going to go with the Greek, Greek freak. Uh, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe played for the Bucks. Um, truthfully, Milwaukee, everybody gonna get to see Milwaukee. They got a good young team. First of all, this this thing. They everybody don't get that knows, type of shine. Everybody knows Greek Free, but you don't know Chris Middleton. Uh-huh. Who? And you said Bledsoe's in a better situation after he got out of that deal with Phoenix. Yeah. And Eric Bledsoe, Kentucky boy, but Jabari Parker coming back from injury, but they just don't. This team. It's gonna be nice. I, now I don't know if Jabari Parker's gonna be the next year, but they gonna give Boston a run for their money. I feel like Boston has veteran leadership. Al Horford been there before. He's been they gonna there. find a way to pull it out, but it's gonna be a nice series. It's gonna be a nice series. I want Milwaukee. I want Milwaukee. I'm Boston. And Milwaukee don't win no cup. They probably just to keep the middle seed. You think they win the series? Well, Milwaukee is just like you know, win a series without like you know, when it comes. That's another, we're going to have to talk about that another day, these coaches that can't coach. You don't know, I don't know. You know, Milwaukee and New York. Your head got with the I just got him off the bench. He's probably. I don't know who he was. He's probably. He ain't Scott Skiles. I know what Scott Skiles was, but he ain't Scott Skiles. No, no. But, like you said, Boston probably will pull it out. I just don't want to root for Boston. I just don't, I don't like the way Danny Ainge moves. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? My cousin told me, he said, I seen the way she was moving. I see the way Danny Ainge moving. I, just, I can't rock with Danny Ainge right now. I can, I can second, the second game of the day is the 2.30 p.m. primetime game. Bron Bron. Indiana. 
In the Pacers in 230. I got LeBron. LeBron is hungry. LeBron has something to do. We told him he was going to play ball, but he going to sweep. You think he's going to sweep him? He's going to sweep. I don't think people realize how many teams LeBron has swept. LeBron has swept a lot of teams. Yeah. LeBron has swept a lot of people. And he's consistent. My issue with LeBron has always been the fact that I think he lacks killer instinct. Um, I feel like he don't go to dog mode when he should go to dog mode. He don't win. He ain't been in the series in the past four years. And late, he averaging 40 and 30s. Yeah, the last he's, time he's it was, no longer he was not taking, the Mavericks. Exactly. He's no longer not taking the last after shot. That, after, after the Mavericks series, even when he lost to San Antonio, he was a dog. Chris Bosh and D-Wade weren't there. He, I, I, I'm a Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant fan, so when, when my foot is on your throat, I yeah. break your neck. And you know the difference? Look at Michael Jordan team with the coach. Look, Even the steals, individuality. No, 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 individual. Individuality. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant won. Who are they coach? Phil Jackson. Name LeBron's coach. That's about the individual, though. No, when when no, my no, no, foot no, 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 is no. on your throat. How many times did they win They didn't win without them. Ooh. But when, when the ball, line up to that, Right. Michael Jordan squares so what LeBron was Michael up. Jordan doing before Michael, if Michael gets up, he, Michael had not evolved into the player he was. But Michael so has no always had. LeBron has had no field. Le, but LeBron has never had to LeBron. have a chip. He's always been the greatest. He never had to have that. Like like Westbrook. Westbrook has a chip on his shoulder. He feels some kind of way. So every time he shows up, he's coming to eat. And he's a dog. He, he's coming to eat. Michael had that chip on his shoulder from high school. Then he had that chip on his shoulder from not being drafted number one. Michael, then then Detroit kept whooping him. You know, they were whooping him. It was, it was personal for Michael Jordan. It was personal for Kobe Bryant. What the fact, LeBron has never had to face that type of scrutiny because so? he's always, LeBron's always been the greatest. Even on his worst day, no one cannot say, no one can ever challenge whether LeBron is great. You do, you understand what I'm saying? I'm so I don't feel like he ever, like. But in, in the society we live in, how do He gets a lot of scrutiny. He definitely takes. For an athlete, professional athlete to have reached the plateau he has, no, where he's going to break no, all of the records. No, no, no. no. He's let's, let's been talk about everything now. else. You say Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, they had scandal. Of course they had scandal. He had, this man has done nothing wrong outside of the game of basketball and in the game of basketball. When you look at Michael Jordan teams, you look at Kobe Bryant teams, and we go down that list, on top of the coach they had. Okay, think about the when Michael Jordan came back. All right. Scottie Pippen Hall of Fame. 45 on the return. Yeah. Scottie Pippen Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Dennis Rodman Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Ron Harper had been in the league was was, was a savvy veteran. Then you had Tony Kukak. Mm-hmm. Overseas was a dog. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's four Hall of Famers. Kobe Bryant. There was a year he played with four Hall of Famers they didn't win. But real thing about his team, he had Shaq. He had Big Shot Bob. Mm-hmm. He had Derek Rick, Fisher. Fisher, Rick Fox. Mm-hmm. We talking about ball play. Exactly. And if we go look at LeBron teams, they're not memorable. We do not argue. Said, what did I say? I said, I said, I said, no one will remember. So who LeBron was even on this team? We, we don't disagree with that. My thing is Kyle Corbin, not John Paxson, nor Steve Kerr. Not, not even close. Thank you. And I'm so sorry to you. Your scrub, a scrub. 
Your scrub is scrub. We ran through fifteen that quick. We can't. We ran through fifteen that quick, and then they gonna tell us Kawhi out for game one. We knew Kawhi was out for game. Kawhi out for game every day. It's ten twenty four. I mean, come on, NBA, stop playing with us. Like, who are you trying to? He's not, he, he not going to be for a spread no more. His team I, is, think he won't out. I think he wants out, too, with the organization, and they are. And everybody got it. It's definitely You know what? Me as a coach, if I had a player that, like, Papa's handling it like, man, you know, when him and his team is ready, Papa said nothing. Mm-mm. Like, but he, he could, and he probably could have bashed Kawhi because Tony Parker and manager will be both. Tony, Pop is a different we talk Phil Jackson, we talk Pat Riley, we talk... Pop is a different type of guy. Mm-hmm. And the, I can't stand the Spurs' boringness, but I respect the fundamentals of the game. And I respect the type of coach that Pop is. Pop is one of the best to ever do it. And here, now, I feel like he's getting more of the respect. But Pop has been in, in San Antonio doing it. You're never going to hear that type of language from him in regards to his players because there's a relationship and a bond there. And as he said, he knows there's a team behind it. Pop may know what Tony doesn't know that was said in a meeting within the organization to Kawhi. Mm -hmm. You don't know these conversations just like LeBron and the conversations that were taking place behind closed doors with Dan Gilbert. So these men are men at the end of the day. And their bodies matter. That's their money. That's how they eat. So yes, you want to be great for your team, but you also want to stand up. You don't want to. You want to be healthy. You don't want to be a what if. You know, every time Penny Hardaway who's going to Memphis now to coach, that's what you look at. Man, you know Memphis only gave Penny Hardaway their job to recruit. He was going to come to Kentucky. Yeah, they wanted to recruit. Because he had his hand on it. John was going to go get him. John wasn't going to go get him for the recruit aspect. Yeah. For the recruit aspect, but then when you can bring. Listen, this was. Now, we're going way off topic. But anyway, when you can bring Penny Hardaway into kids' houses and say, listen, we already got Kentucky. Now you can come here and learn how to play point guard at the hands of Penny Hardaway. From the best. Little Penny. Let me Google it. Let me YouTube it. How tall is you? Jesus. But now in Memphis, you know he's going to be able to do the same thing. And he's going to recruit because everybody respects him and they respect his character. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes when people want to be greedy and chase the money, and that's a go back to LeBron, as I was saying about the killer instinct. LeBron is just a better person overall than Michael and Kobe. And I am a Michael and Kobe person. But I just feel like overall LeBron's character, he went and got Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith paid. I don't think they deserved it necessarily. But his character as a man is a little different. And I think that's where the killer instinct versus who you are. LeBron wants to win, but he doesn't really want to hurt anybody. If Michael Jordan puts on his Jordans right now and he steps foot on, on the court with LeBron and he goes up on LeBron, he's going to destroy him. Yeah, he's not because that's who Michael Jordan is. Point blank, bottom line. And so it's something about me that loves the killer instinct, but it's something about me, as we said, LeBron is a different type of beast. So we wrap that up with we've got LeBron over Indiana, 2.30 tomorrow, ABC. Um, Utah and Oklahoma City. Russ is coming to eat. Yeah. Nothing against Utah, but I got the thumbs. And I want Melo to show up. Melo has been a little off here lately. 
I need Melo to show up. Go get it. They've been playing well. Um, Paul George. Just too much. Steven Adams ball. They they. They've they been playing well, and so I knew and the, they and would you know what? For them to be in the playoffs and to be the five seed, the four seed, the four seed. For them to be the four seed and Denver. last one. I mean, uh, Utah. Utah. I'm like, Denver. Yeah, you was thinking Carmelo, you was thinking Denver, is that what it was? Throwback? When you used to wear wear Carmelo jerseys? Nah, yes. yes, And and him in? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 But now, Denver, for them, I mean, not Denver, Utah. Utah, the Jazz. Carmelo. Carmelo and John Stockton. Yeah, Donald Mitchell. Yeah. Jeff Hornacek, who got fired today, too. Yeah. Well, I've seen some say that uh, Jay, uh, Jay, what's my name? Villanova head coach, Jay Wright. Right. Jay Wright might be in the looking to be. No one should want to go to New York. Okay? They're another organization that just seems to not be able to get mm-hmm. it together. Phil Jackson can coach. It seems like he just can't manage players and personnel. Michael Jordan owns a team. So we've seen this before. You could be great in one area, that doesn't mean that that next area carries over. You gotta have a personality. You gotta be the, the one thing I say. You listen in the NBA draft, and I feel like well, well let's finish this off. So that's one game. We got Denver. We got Utah <laughs> losing to Oklahoma City. Then the last game of the night, eight thirty TNT. Rockets versus Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. I love Cat. That's my boy, but you know Rockets. I got Houston. Yeah, Rockets on a mission. They 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 looking at Golden State. Like last year, Golden State was looking at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. This year, they looking at Golden State. They're not worried about nobody but Golden State. Well, I mean, and here's the thing about Houston. And Cleveland team. looking at Golden State, too. Yeah, but here's the overall reality for Houston. Houston beats, if Houston can beat Golden State, Houston will be the, the champions. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Cleveland can't do anything with Houston. So, I got Houston in that series. Um, we definitely know I got Golden State as a whole. That's you know, Draymond is my young KG with the intensity. And he going to get it. He going to get it. He's supposed to win MVP. I mean, uh, defensive player of the year. And LeBron should win MVP. Real. Real deal. But, you know, real deal. Because he carries scrubs. Well, his numbers indicate that he should win MVP this season. So, we will see. We know we won't know any of that until the end of the season. It is April. We have till June. We live for this time of the year because we know from June to August we get nothing but baseball. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and don't get me Stop wrong, wait. the Astros were. No, she's talking about the Astros. She ain't been paying Well, I know you posted the other night about them fighting baseball already. Twice already. Same day. Same day. Same day. One time the pitcher ain't want none. He threw his glove and took off. The same time. Same time, the same time the better came after the picture came through. Well, let's end this series with what's the best. Because we got a lot of people that listen and tune in. What is the best baseball fight of all time? Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Who did he whoop? Robin Ventura. Hey! Nolan Ryan. And Nolan was, for you who don't know, Nolan was was on the back side of his career, okay? Nolan whooped that face. So, as you said, if baseball can generate some buzz, and the NBA has. We were talking about that the other night, that the the, the NBA playoffs will be high intensity because Mm -hmm. LeBron has been ejected this year. I don't know why Kevin Durant decided he wants to be a Detroit Duh. bad boy. Thank you, all of it. You know, I guess all of a sudden that DC coming out. Davis get thrown out the game. Yeah. He rushed the rail. Like, you boogie. <laughs> Jesus. So, everybody, but, it, but what did you and I say? It's AAU beef. Like, this is personal. Yeah. Some of this for a lot of them, and, and for me, I love it. 
I love it because it's old school basketball. People have been saying they're not tough enough. They're not the same caliber as the older players before them, that they wouldn't stand a chance. Sometimes you have to show people, you know what? This is what I do. Come get some. And that's how I feel about the playoffs. I'm ready to see what they got. Well, you guys know we'll be back next week with updates. Uh, pull up. Pull up on us. Catch the scores, the highlights. This is Candy K. Lynn. Yeah. Uh-huh.